1: The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blockout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. No way it was
2: last night.
1: last night. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, good morning. Of course I'm joking around when I say that Morgan has a new roommate. It is her fiancé, David. Who is here to stay.
2: He technically is a roommate, right? New yeah, roommate.
1: Sure. Yeah, why not? Roommates for life.
2: Lifelong partner.
1: Exactly right. So David's been back uh, in the U.S. and here to stay. Uh, he's been here for, what, 72 hours now? Yeah, I roughly? think so. And are you guys having some growing pains?
2: Um, When I tell you it took 48 hours for David to break something in my apartment, <laughs> I'm not lying to you. I come home yesterday from the morning show, and I walk in the door, and I hear him vacuuming. I'm like, why is he vacuuming at, you know, 1030? Hey, I
1: I look at it the other way. You'd be
2: like, oh, he's vacuuming.
1: vacuuming. (laughs) Yes, what are you doing vacuuming? I love it.
2: I knew something immediately was wrong.
1: Pull your weight around here.
2: So I turn the corner to see him because he's in our little living room area glass all over the floor
1: oh he's vacuuming to hide the evidence
2: and i'm like he couldn't even see me at that point because he was still (laughs) vacuuming Uh and so i like walked in i was like hello and he looks up at me like a deer in headlights like he knows he has just been caught red-handed i was like what happened and he was standing underneath uh one of our light fixtures that has three different light bulbs in it right Mm -hmm. one of the light bulbs no longer has, what's the little thing that goes over top of it? Like a shade? You know what I'm talking about?
1: Uh, I, I, yeah. I I don't know the word either. Yeah. Some what sort of what a, word is that? Some sort of a cover. Some <laughs> yeah. sort of a, yeah.
2: Yeah. So two light bulbs are covered by a glass shade. One is not. So clearly he broke that. And he was like, oh yeah, I broke it. And I look over to his right are his golf clubs. What? And I said, if your if one of those stupid golf clubs broke my light fixture in my living room, 48 hours after you've been here, we are going to have a problem.
1: And is that what happened? Was it the golf club?
2: I wasn't swinging the golf club. I was just trying to move. I, I don't care what you were trying to do. The golf club caused the damage. Why are they in my living room?
1: So you got to set some new rules.
2: I've been trying to get those stupid golf clubs out of my living room yeah. for two years. It's like whenever he comes in, that's exactly where they go. And I'm like, look, th- this is exactly why I don't want these golf clubs here because there's glass all over the floor. Now we got to go get a new lampshade.
1: <laughs> uh, you, you have to set the rule. The golf clubs can be in the house because there's no other way to, no other place to put them, but they can't come out of the bag. That's the rule you have to set. It's, we have you cannot, a
2: garage. Yeah. He could easily put them in the garage.
1: Why does he not want to do that?
2: Because uh, he wants to putt-putt in the middle of the day.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I'm serious. The
1: golf clubs have to stay in the bag. That's rule uh, number one.
2: So things are going great.
1: Yeah. Well, this is, this is what happens. You get married. They start breaking all your stuff. Yeah. I'm going to give you a little word of advice too this also happens when you have kids
2: oh yes <laughs> well, ha- what if your kids broke yeah. in? a tv <laughs> right. a window anything
1: they break all your stuff too <laughs> the q morning show with morgan and bill q 104
3: i listen every morning old songs new songs i love the music it makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it Q one hundred and four.
1: Jelly Roll! It's Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill. That Jelly Roll concert the other night at Blossom Music Center, I told you, I was telling Morgan about this yesterday. Uh, my son Will had an early morning baseball scrimmage on Sunday morning, and I was sitting there with one of the moms. She's like, I'm so hungover this morning. I'm like, oh, what'd you do last night? She's like, I went to the Jelly Roll concert yeah, at Blossom.
2: not what you were expecting her to say.
1: But I also, on one of those... One of those IG accounts that is Mm Cleveland-centric, I don't think it was I'm from Cleveland. I think it was a, a different one. They had video of some guy on top of the Blossom Pavilion. What? Somehow he climbed up there, and he was... You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. He was on top of the blossom oh, and, no. and he ran all the way to the top. Oh
2: my gosh.
1: Of the pavilion at Blossom Music Center. I've never seen anything like that before.
2: Did he get kicked out?
1: I, I don't know because there's no, it's, it's an IG video. Right. So there's no context. There's no story behind it at all. Oh
2: my goodness. If
1: anybody knows anything about that, about the, the guy on top of the pavilion, I don't know if it. I've ever heard of anybody getting to the top of that thing before. <laughs> or
2: even trying.
1: I would imagine once they get you down that you, you can't just go back to your seat or go back on the lawn.
2: Sure. You're out of there.
1: That's not happening. All right. It's a special day in the Wright family today. Happy birthday to Dad.
2: Yeah. Happy birthday to PK. Yay. Yay. But I had to complain about something
1: <laughs> for my dad's birthday. But it, you want to complain about your dad's birthday. All no, right. I mean, Go ahead. Let's complain. I
2: don't think it's a complaint. I think it's just something that my family realized this past week as we were um, trying to figure out what to get my dad. He wanted a pair of sunglasses. He wanted a pair of tennis shoes. He kept changing his mind. And then we had the realization, I don't get anything from my family for my birthday. Neither does my sister, and neither does my mom. So why is my dad the only one that can- present on his birthday
1: your parents don't get you anything on your birthday no
2: we normally just do you know our typical sunday hangout i mean i get like a cake and a very delicious home-cooked meal but that's about it i also don't ask my parents for anything i'm Mm -hmm. 30 i don't need anything from them like i don't you know those days for me are are over I mm-hmm. want to be the blessing to them because they have blessed me my whole entire life. But I just find it interesting that dad's the only one that still gets a present in the family.
1: And you don't get a gift for your mom on her birthday.
2: She also is like, I don't want anything. Just come over. Just come over and hang out with us. I'm like, Mom, I do. Every week, <laughs> like, right. you have to want something else.
1: It's interesting how the dynamics of of gift-giving changes as families get older. Um I mean in my family, nobody gets me gifts on my birthday except for I think my mom still gets me a card and a maybe a gift card or something like that. Okay. And I always tell her, I'm like, this is not necessary. You don't have to give me a gift on my birthday. And my mom always says the same thing. She's like, I'm your mom, I'll do what I want. Right. Until I can't anymore.
2: So for my dad's birthday this year, we decided we've made it a hard and fast rule in the right household, no presents. So, happy birthday, Dad. You so don't you're... get a present this year. Oh,
1: And this is the way that he's finding out?
2: <laughs> no, we've discussed it. We're going to dinner tonight, which is all that I would want on my birthday. What, so,
1: What do you guys do for Christmas now? Does everybody still get everybody a gift?
2: That's a great question. My mom is the one who really does all the Christmas shopping. So, yes, she does get us gifts. I buy think I think the answer is right, is yes. I also find it so irritating that I can never remember. I can never remember if I get my parents' birthday gifts. I can never remember if I get them Christmas gifts. I think I do.
1: Yeah, birthday gifts are a little loose because, honestly, I can't remember either if I got my mom a gift this year.
2: Why is it so hard to remember that?
1: Uh, Yeah, Mother's Day. I mean, I always try to at least recognize Mother's Day with with a card or a go-over-and-visit. Christmas, usually gifts are given at Christmas time, but in my family, it's because I have three other siblings. And I think a lot of years ago, we just decided, like, this is ridiculous. We're spending way too much money on each other. Right. So when we were years ago, when the kids were younger, like our kids would be like, let's just buy gifts for the kids, for the little kids. Right. But now that they're getting older, I think we've jumped to Secret Santa.
2: Oh, okay. I
1: think we're just doing Secret Santa now. Okay. Uh, and then so you only buy one gift per person. Right. Yeah.
2: Okay, well, maybe we will adopt that, but no, we just like to eat. So the birthday present yeah. tonight we're going out to eat.
1: And I think that's I think that's pretty typical when you're adults. Right. I mean, that's a great gift anyway, like a nice <laughs> yeah. a nice meal with family.
2: <laughs> exactly, paid for by the kids.
1: Well, let me know how your dad appreciates no <laughs> gifts tonight.
2: Happy birthday, dad.
1: Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. The Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. The late night hosts went back to work last night.
2: Did they?
1: Yeah. Stephen Colbert, Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimmel. uh, Who am I missing? Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. All, they, they, of course, they they had not done shows for, gosh, I don't know how many months, since May uh, because of the writer's strike, Um, but they... They all had fresh shows last night. Here's a little montage of, of some of their monologues.
4: Um, in case you've forgotten, my name is Jimmy. I've been off the air for five months. We've been gone um, so long. We've been gone so long, the bachelor is now a
1: grandfather. You've got to hand it to them. The only writers would spend all summer fighting to go back to the office. It's like, <laughs> what do we want? To go back inside. It's been, it's been a long time since our last late show. We looked at the calendar today And check my math on this. I believe we have been off the air for 154 indictments. Oh, political humor. Uh, Okay, so about 20 minutes ago, we were talking about how Morgan is cutting her dad off from birthday presents.
2: (laughs) Not just me, my whole family. We've made the decision together.
1: Yeah, they feel like dad has had enough birthdays. We don't need to, to give him anything anymore. He has everything. Um, Rachel is on the line from North Olmsted. Rachel, good morning.
5: Good morning.
1: Now you were listening to us discuss, uh, the dynamics of gift giving within families. Did you have something you want to add it to that?
3: Yeah. So we started doing this a couple years ago because kids, me, my brothers, um, but we're all married. So now it's with my mom and dad. So what we've been doing is every birthday, we go out to dinner we're nice so like a nice sushi place a nice steak place because we're kind of the same thing Morgan like we're 30 I don't need anything and right. I don't need to ask my right. parents for anything right so we've been doing like nice dinners and Christmas times we've actually been doing secret Santas so everyone draws a name out of the hat now we don't do spouses because we usually give each other you know our spouse something mm-hmm. but we do secret Santas now for that same reason it's like I don't wanna spend, you know, not that I want to spend, you know, two, three hundred dollars for my family, but eight people, you're trying to spend all this. I mean, it adds up. Yeah, so definitely. We so we've been doing so, Secret Santa's, you know.
1: So Secret Santa for mom and dad, the siblings.
3: Yeah. Siblings right. and uh spouses, yeah. Gotcha. So it's kinda nice. That way it's like we cap it at like between like fifty to seventy five. So it's something nice, but yeah, we're kind of like, we all have good jobs, we have money, I don't need, you know, someone right. to buy me anything. So we've kind of made it our, you know, fun plan, you know, to make fun gifts for Christmas time and then dinners. like, it's, it's at least something we can go out and do, you know?
2: Yeah, I agree. I think, like, as you get older, for me personally, and I, I feel like my sister feels this way too, like, we don't want things anymore. We just want, like, quality time with mm-hmm. our family. And I know my parents feel that way. But I really like the Secret Santa idea. I might put it in the family group chat this morning to, to get a feel. Maybe that'll be a new Christmas tradition at the right household.
1: Well, what Rachel was saying was her Secret Santa is within 50 and $75 of a, of a price limit. Right. The Secret Santa in my family, I think, over the years, has even gone down. It's, it's like, I think it's 20 bucks now. Oh really? So it's almost become white elephant, right? It's like, it's the dumbest, <laughs> the dumbest gifts that you can find. And now we're just wasting money.
2: Right, right, right. Like
1: now I'm trying to remember what I, you know, there's somebody always has like a chia pet in there or,
2: um,
1: I think that I had, um, oh, I had Christmas story glasses, uh, from the, the Christmas story. Oh house. yes. Nice. Just like beer pints.
2: No, I want a real gift. I want. I want one good gift. Just give me one, and I'll be fine.
1: There you go. Uh, Cleveland Confessional on the way this morning. So this is a D email or email. Yes, email that Morgan received. So I haven't even seen it yet. So we're bringing it to the Cleveland Confessional. It's anonymous. It's an email. And Morgan's going to read it next. It's the Q Morning Show.
5: They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever.
1: And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Step into our confessional, the Cleveland confessional on the Q Morning Show. This is just a testament of how much I trust Morgan because she says I got an email. It's anonymous. Mm -hmm. I think we can use it for the Cleveland Mm -hmm. confessional. So I haven't even read this and I haven't heard this Mm -hmm. before. So I am. I'm not nervous at all. You're not. No, I don't think so.
2: It's pretty juicy, I have to say. All right. So I first got this DM last week where um, our confessor, who will remain anonymous, um, she sent me just like one line. She's like, I have a potential confession Mm -hmm. and this is it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, wait, what? And I was like, send me an email with more details. And I just got the email with more details this morning because this all went down last night. Oh, my gosh. So she wants to confess that and this is what she told me last week. She says, I'm 95% certain that my husband is cheating on me. Oh. And then as of this morning, she says, now I think I have proof. So let's just, I'm just going to read the email, what she sent me this morning. Okay. So it says, I'm 95% certain I caught my husband cheating. First, you should know that my husband and I have been going through a rough patch. I don't want to get into specifics, but things have been tense. Now, every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, he tells me that he is going golfing after work. He says, I got to go golf before the weather turns cold, blah, blah. And then he won't get home until like 9 p.m. So he's doing this three times a week. She says, except I never thought he was actually going golfing. And now I have proof that that's not where he was. So yesterday, this was last night, he told me he was going golfing again after work. So I took his golf shoe or cleat or whatever it's called. That's what the email says. And I put a piece of cardboard in the shoe, stuffed it all the way down into the toe. It was a big piece of cardboard, about two inches, big enough to where he would have to take it out to put his golf shoe on. As of this morning, the cardboard is still in his shoe. So he went somewhere last night and it was not golfing. He took the shoes with him. He always wears them. There would be no reason for him to not wear the shoes if he was golfing. This, coupled with the fact that he barely even speaks to me anymore, is leading me to believe he is having an affair. What do I do now?
1: Wow, Anonymous. Uh, First of all, I'm so sorry that you're going through this. Should we
2: give her a fake name just to make it easier for us, or you want to just stick with Anonymous?
1: Yeah, that's fine. What what do you want to use for a fake name? Rachel. Rachel. Okay. Um, The second thing that I thought of was genius. Yeah,
2: that is a great idea.
1: Genius way of catching your husband, because yesterday was gorgeous. There's no way that golfers weren't avoiding the golf course yesterday. Right. And with the cardboard thing. And so now, I mean, do you confront him this morning?
2: And what do you say? Like, I put a piece of cardboard in your shoe and it's still there. You know, like how, like she said, what does she do next?
1: Yeah. How does he deny that? Like now I, I, I guess if it was me, I'd be like, okay, now I want to see everything. I want to see the credit card receipt for your greens fees yesterday. Right? I want to I see it all. Like I want, I want all of it.
2: But how do you approach it? Do you just say that? Do you just walk up to him and say, "I know that you didn't wear your golf shoes yesterday. Let me know. see the bank statements." You know, like how, what? What does she do now? I
1: don't know. I've never had to confront a cheater, and I don't know how I, how I would do it. Do I you
2: think he's cheating?
1: I mean, it seems pretty. I mean, unless I mean, why? Unless he didn't wear those golf shoes.
2: But why wouldn't he wear the golf shoes? You right. know. Especially if he took them. He took them.
1: I don't know. The, I mean, I'm, I'm coming up with excuses for this guy that I don't know, but maybe they were his backup golf shoes. <laughs> and, he, and he rents his golf shoes or he's got another pair in his car. I, I don't know. I mean, there's, I mean, I guess you would have to confront him.
2: This is messy. Yeah. I'm scared.
1: 216-474-0104. If you've ever had to confront a cheater, someone in your life, like, what is your what's your first advice for confronting them? If you think that you have found evidence like concrete, hard evidence that they're cheating. Like, what do you do? Like, do you do it right away? Do you do you wait for take them out to dinner that night? I mean, I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know either.
1: 216-474-0104. Need some help for Rachel, Rachel our anonymous caller in the Cleveland confessional this morning. It's Q104, the Q morning show.
5: Come on, to relax
1: Q104, nineties, two thousands, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q morning show. It's almost like an emergency Cleveland confessional this morning because it was a DM that Morgan got yesterday about somebody who wanted to confess because she, she suspected her husband of cheating. And then she went the extra step of, coming up with her own cheating test Yeah. in the middle of the night. And he failed. And he was supposed to go golfing yesterday, right? He
2: told her that he was going golfing yesterday at work and that he's been doing it Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That coupled with the fact that he barely speaks to her. So she's like, I don't think he's going golfing. She put a piece of cardboard in the bottom of his shoe because if he was putting the golf shoes on, he would have to take the cardboard out. She says, as of this morning, the cardboard is still in the shoe. So she's like, he went somewhere last night and it was not golfing.
1: And so we're talking, is that enough evidence to confront your husband and accuse him of cheating? Which I would imagine has to be a pretty huge thing to yeah. do. Yeah, nerve-wracking, I'm sure. Yeah, especially if it's the first time. Right. Like if, if you're in a relationship where he's cheated before or you've gone down this road before, I think that when things happen, I think it's easier to confront The other person, but if this is the first time, and and I get the impression that for Rachel, this is the first time she's ever suspected her husband of anything. And, and she, she does this test and now she doesn't know what to do. Uh, Brittany and Lorraine, uh, if you're able to go phone to ear, that would be easier so we could hear you. Uh, Brittany, why don't we read some text here before we get Brittany back? Okay.
2: Yeah. Because a lot of people are giving advice, uh, saying call them out. A woman's intuition is always right. If you feel it, you're most likely right. She has the evidence she needs already. Another text says, don't wait. You'll get hurt worse. Another text says she needs to put a GPS tracker on his car and find out where he's going and catch him in the act. That way he cannot deny it and she could divorce his cheating. You know what? (laughs) Goodness. I mean, that's one way to find out for sure, right?
1: Yeah. Do you think it would be? Like, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think from the guy perspective. If you're confronted with the cardboard in the shoe, like, is it easy to come up with an excuse right away? Like, I was thinking, well, I didn't wear those shoes. Yeah, maybe. I like, I don't, those shoes don't fit anymore. So I rented my shoes. Right, maybe. Or I have another pair of shoes in my car. But then if you say I got another pair of shoes in my car, then you better produce the other pair of shoes that you actually wore. So I I think that your lies will start falling apart quickly. Uh, Brittany's in Lorraine. Brittany, good morning. Good morning. So what is your, when you heard about Rachel and, and when she described what she's going through in her email, what was the first thought that you had?
5: I'd, I'd confront him. I'd confront him right now, but I wouldn't do it over a text. I'd do it in his face so he knows you're serious and you can catch him in his lies when he tells you that, like you said, he's got different shoes or something. But when you feel that in your gut, it's true. And I wouldn't do a GPS because that's illegal. I
2: was going to say. I work for
5: attorneys and you will get in trouble. Don't do it. But I would definitely confront because, uh, like somebody else said, a woman's intuition is always right. You can always tell. You have that gut feeling, and it's just it's 99% always right. I know every time I had to go through it, I was right. Um, secret gym sessions and everything. and cheating with my neighbor and oh I, it, it, it was just nonstop and secret emails until I accidentally got an email from the secret email
2: oh my um,
5: gosh yeah so I was just you, you know when when you know it's happening when you think it's happening there's a reason why you feel that inside Brittany, so, you
2: might not know the answer to this question but I was just thinking it's along the lines of the GPS what about like a find my iPhone Cause you know, like if this, if they have iPhones, you have the Find My iPhone app and it basically just tells you where the other phone is. Is that illegal?
5: Yes. No, you can do that because if you do the find my iPhone, they're most likely like on your plan or something. So I mean, you're just, you're just trying to find your phone. Right. But the GPS, you're, you're tracking somebody. You're putting it there without them knowing. So then you run into stalking and harassment. You don't want those charges. You just let the loser go. Hmm. It's not worth it.
1: Yeah, the, uh, the, the find my phone. I mean, you can, it's just another piece of evidence right there. You yeah. can see if he's physically on the golf course. Yeah. And maybe she should wait another day. Maybe she, she should try that.
2: Yeah. I mean, when is he supposed to go next? She says Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> if there's good weather tomorrow. Well, he might go back.
1: There's definitely going to be good weather tomorrow. And the more evidence that you have, the less chances he has of being able to deny it.
2: Right. I think that's a good plan we just came up with.
1: I hope so. Well, let's keep in touch with Rachel. Yeah, definitely. We'll stay in touch with her. We'll find out. Maybe we'll have an update later on this week. Maybe. All right. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104, good morning.
4: let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com in northeast ohio we proudly rep our suburbs but there can be only one winner in the land
1: battle of the burbs on the q morning show morning let's meet our lovely contestants this morning
2: yes let's first up from the city of Elyria, it's d d good morning
3: Good morning. Oh, We just
2: lost our second caller, oh, no. so we had to pick someone up live on the air. Good morning. Who's this?
1: Caitlin. You want to play Battle of the Birds? <laughs> I
2: can give it a shot. All right. <laughs> Caitlin, what city are you in, by the way? South Euclid. South Euclid. All right, ladies, your name is your buzzer. It's a best-of-five question challenge. Here we go. Question number one. What branch of government makes laws? Gates. D? Judicial. It's not the judicial. Caitlin, do you have a guess? Uh, Congress. Box. We're we're going haywire. These buttons are too close together. The verbs is going haywire. Um, No, that is not correct. Uh, Question number two. How many letters are in the English alphabet? D, Caitlin. D? 26. 26 is correct. Question number three. What was the name of the Volkswagen Beetle from the Love Bug movie series? D. Caitlin. D. Kirby. Kirby is correct. Okay, Caitlin, you have to get this next question right to tie the game. D. If you get it right, you will win. If nobody gets it right, D. You still will win. Question number four. What is the force that causes objects to fall to the ground? Caitlin. <sighs>
1: I think Dee just got
2: in. D, Gravity? Gravity is right. You did it, D. All I do is win, win, win no matter what. That was tough for Caitlyn.
1: I know. She had no time to warm up,
2: she had no time to mentally prepare.
1: We answered the phone call and threw her right into the fire.
2: <laughs> but that worked oh. out well for you today, Dee. Oh, all right. Our phones are haywire. Our buttons are haywire. Nothing's working. Nothing's working. It's fine.
1: D, you're going to be at the Best of Cleveland party on October 12th at Great Lake Science Center. And you'll understand why we're not going to be there.
2: Because we were nominated for anything?
1: Well, that be, and also <laughs> anybody who listens to the show on a daily basis and hears this play Battle of the Burbs. Right. I mean, it's just a mess every single day. We're not the best at Cleveland. New in sync right now. It's Key 104 q104 90s 2000s and now the q morning show morgan and bill did you happen to see the shorts that taylor swift was wearing yes okay you've heard about this yes so these are fancy shorts bedazzled shorts that she was wearing uh denim shorts from the brand area is that what it is or is it Aria? How's it spelled? A-R-E-A, which I would say Aria, but of course... No clue. I mean, it's fashion. It's
2: right. <laughs> so
1: it might be pronounced Aria. Uh, but, I mean, she was wearing these shorts at the game on Sunday night, and within hours, all the shorts were sold out from this company. Um, so the the shorts, they had rhinestone embellishments around the zipper and pocket. They had a cutout in the back with Aria or Aria in sparkling letters. Uh, on sale, retail price, $1,213. That's
2: going to be a no for me. <laughs> well, a big no.
1: So that was the original price, but they were on sale on the re- retail site Farfetch for $528. Mm, it's
2: still going to be a no. That, <laughs> and
1: that's mm, that's no. when they sold out. So somebody said, you know what? Half off, $1,000 down to 500 I'll get those. No,
2: in shorts, it's October. I mean, I guess it depends on where you live, but who's spending $500 on shorts in October?
1: You're right. They might be out of style next season, uh, right?
2: Just because Taylor Swift wore them does not mean you have to wear them.
1: I would love, we should get into this. Like, what is the most expensive piece of clothing that you own? I don't think I have anything close to $500. I'm pretty sure I have a suit that's less than $500. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. I mean, my mind automatically goes to my uh, wedding dress it was pretty expensive. So, Oh, that's true. Yeah, but th- I think that's a bit different.
1: You do. have Yes, absolutely different. Uh, we're going to have pink tickets about an hour from right now. And tomorrow, there is a nationwide EAS test, and I did not believe it. I'll tell you next. Q one oh four nineties two thousands and now Taylor, Taylor Swift. There she is helping out the economy again, selling out five hundred dollars shorts.
2: Good for her, honestly.
1: There you go. It's the Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So tomorrow, Morgan, this is in the news today. Well, let let me let me backtrack a little bit. So within the la- last couple of days, both of my sons uh, and. And you'll find this later in life, Morgan, when, when your kids are talking to you, sometimes you're only paying attention about 30%, 40% to what okay. they're saying. And so Will is telling me about this emergency alert system test that's going to happen in the next couple of days. Okay. And he's like, there's going to be this loud sound on our phones. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> okay. Um, and then yesterday, Drew came to me. And Drew is my eight-year-old third grader. And he's telling me about this test. And and now my ears perk up a little bit. Okay. And he's like, "There's going to be this this test, uh, and it's going to happen on cell phones, and there's going to be this loud noise." And I'm like, "Where did you hear that?" And he's like, I, "He's not telling me where he where he where he got this information." I said, "Are you guys talking about that at school or something?" No. And I'm like, "Okay, so where did you see it on right, YouTube? Right. Like, where did you see this information?" And he's like, "I don't know where is." It? And I'm like, "Look, just tell me." I'm like, "Look." Don't believe everything that you read or that you see on YouTube or on the Internet. OK, so people are saying there's going to be this this test and everybody's no, the phones are going to go off at the same time. I don't think that's going to happen. OK, it's probably not going to happen. So I, please just don't believe everything that you see. And he was kind of dejected because he was trying to share this information right. with me. Right. So as I get to work this morning and I'm reading through the news, I'm perusing the news. I see tomorrow at 220 p.m. There's going to be a nationwide test of the Uh-oh. emergency alert system.
2: Oh, you owe someone an apology.
1: So cell phones, TVs, and radios across the country are going to blare an alert. And this might be a bit jarring, I guess. I've whenever my phone goes off for for whatever reason, yeah, it's it's scary. But the purpose of these tests are to assess the effectiveness of FEMA's emergency alert system and wireless emergency alerts. And the last nationwide, so the last time that this has happened uh, was in 2021. Okay. But again, it's going to happen tomorrow at 2.20 in the afternoon. Okay. So that's that's why your your phone is going to make noise. Now, I figured that I, you're right, Morgan. I probably owe Drew an apology for not believing him as he's sharing this information right, with me. Right, don't
2: believe everything you read. I
1: mean, he had the the news story one day before I did. <laughs> so I have him right here. He's on hold right now. What's up, Drew? What's up? Good morning, son. Uh, Morgan's here. Can you say good morning to her?
2: Hi. Hi. Good morning.
1: So, Drew, remember yesterday when you came to me and you told me about the emergency alert that was going to go off?
5: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Tell me about that again. What's the emergency alert?
5: Uh, It's going to happen tomorrow through 20 p.m.
1: At 2:20 p.m. That's right. So what's going to happen?
5: So I don't know. They just they're saying it's a test, and it's the and it's the
2: first one since 1951.
1: You are almost 100 percent right, Drew.
2: First one since 1951.
1: Yeah, that's not correct.
2: Okay, <laughs> never mind. Scratch that detail. The
1: last one was 2021. <laughs>
2: okay, but
1: but Drew. You were you were a hundred percent right about this, and I'm sorry that I doubted you.
3: Uh, I don't know how to. Uh, I found out one
5: way to stop it is to put it on your phone on airplane mode.
1: Oh, okay, but you don't want to stop it though. We should all we should all see if our phones work for a test of the emergency alert system. Like we should all let it happen tomorrow at two twenty,
5: and it's going to last one minute.
1: One minute. Okay. <laughs> but but Drew, what I'm calling to say is I'm sorry that I doubted you. You told me about this yesterday, and I was like, uh, I don't know, Drew. I mean, don't believe everything that you see online or on the Internet. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. But you are 100% right, buddy. There's going to be a nationwide test of the emergency alert system tomorrow at 2.20. Cell phones, TVs, radios, we're all going to be a part of it.
5: Yep. Uh, but only if you have a U.S. TV uh, or phone. Okay,
1: uh, I, it's unbelievable how knowledgeable you are about this emergency <laughs> alert system. Thank you for letting me know about it, and now I've, I'm able to let everybody else know about it. Yep. Have a great day at school. I'll I'll try not to doubt you ever again. Yep. All right, buddy. Love you. I'll I'll see you this afternoon.
5: Yep.
2: I
1: love him. All right, there you go.
2: I love his little yep, yep, (laughs) yep. All
1: right, there might be a dead rat in Morgan's apartment.
2: I mean, this is so ridiculous.
1: (laughs) We'll get into this next. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Awesome way to wake up. It's Morgan and Bill. So
2: much good music. I love you.
1: On Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. So sometimes when we're sitting around in here and we're talking about, you know, what are we going to talk about on the show next? Morgan will just say like one sentence to me. And this morning it was, well, David's convinced me that there's a dead rat in my apartment. <laughs> and i was like, just, all right,
2: stop. Don't say anything else. Yeah.
1: Just stop.
2: Yeah, that's literally how it went.
1: Hold on. Okay. So let me, now I can ask my follow-up question. What?
2: Yeah. <laughs> um okay so before david came over on saturday i texted him and i said there's this weird smell in my apartment i don't know what it is it's like as soon as i walk through the door and that's it It's, it's not like by the garbage can or whatever it's not in the bathroom it's literally just as i walk through the door so he's like huh that's weird so then when he came in on saturday I didn't remind him. I wasn't like, by the way, pay attention to the smell when you walk in the front door. But he walked in the front door and he goes, oh, yeah, I do smell that. It smells like a dead rat. And I was like, a dead rat. And he was like, yeah, I think it's a dead. I mean, that was his immediate response. Mm -hmm. Not that it was the garbage, not that it was the garbage disposal. You know, it could be a plethora of things. He said it one time, and now I'm convinced I have a dead rat in my apartment.
1: <laughs> okay. So the question is, how is David so familiar with the smell of dead rats?
2: <laughs> I mean, he immediately said that.
1: And maybe a mouse, not a rat, though, right?
2: That's what I'm thinking. I, I mean, I have so many questions. Like you just said, how d- is David overly familiar with the smell of a dead rat? Um, I didn't know that like mice in apartment in apartments are more common right like a rat
1: i had an apartment in lakewood once i was actually living in a duplex it was a house but yeah we had a mice problem mouse problem mice problem one of the two yeah well yeah a mice problem because we we caught like three of them
2: and my next question is if the rat is dead how do you find it
1: where do you think it could be coming from?
2: I have no idea. It's literally right as I walk through my front door. So part of me thinks that it's not even my apartment. Like it's maybe something in the hallway or, or I don't know. I'm right next to a bunch of people's like storage units. So maybe it's something mm. in somebody's storage unit. But I have no idea what to do. Tell
1: you what this David.
2: He's causing a bunch of problems, isn't he? He
1: shows up in the country. He's breaking (laughs) things in your apartment. Now he's, I mean, David should be on the case right now. I mean, if he smells the dead rat, he should go find the dead rat. He
2: probably is on the case, to be completely honest with you. He's always scheming. He's always doing stuff that I'm like, what are you doing? But I don't know. I mean, just the fact that he immediately said that to me, now there's no other option. It is a dead rat. And how do I find the dead rat?
1: You guys you guys sound like one of those uh what is it, Geico commercials? <laughs> like turning
2: into your parents?
1: No, not that one. That's those are incredible those commercials. Those are great. But I was thinking about the one it's like we just moved into our new apartment. We love it except for except for the
2: rats. <laughs> right. uh, I know you're laughing but you don't get this I joke. I don't get it. I but... know you don't. Is this the rats?
1: Only people from a certain age will get that joke.
2: <laughs> I was just trying to appease you.
1: And I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> by the way. Okay, so 2164740104. What do you do first? I
2: What the heck am I supposed to do now?
1: I think you got to call uh Super Mario.
2: I My mean, landlord Guido? Yeah.
1: I would think that would be the first thing that you would do. How do you isolate the smell <laughs> of a dead what is, a, what is a mouse oh, or a rat? Is that a.
2: Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. Help me, please.
1: 216 474 0104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now, Morgan and Bill. David has just moved back in with Morgan, and he's causing all kinds of problems, sounding alarms. <sighs> and now David has Morgan convinced that there's an odd smell when Morgan enters her apartment.
2: Yeah, and it's literally just right as I walk through the door. Now, I'm thinking it could be a number of things, my garbage, the garbage disposal, maybe some food. But no, David was like, "I think that's a dead rat." And now I'm convinced it's a dead rat. And I don't know how to find a dead rat.
1: I mean, he is British South African. Maybe he was using that it was just a phrase. So it's like, "I smell a rat." <laughs> like maybe he was saying it could he have been saying it in that way?
2: I don't know. It's like
1: he he wasn't being literal.
2: I think I he know. was being literal.
1: Probably was. Uh Carrie's in Macedonia. Carrie, good morning.
5: Morning.
1: What do you think here? Uh what should what should Morgan do first?
5: I'm totally convinced first of all David has a great sniffer, so do I. <laughs> and also, I think there is a mouse or a rat, hopefully a mouse, trapped dead in between the walls by your front door. It happens. In the walls? Yeah, definitely. My parents live in the woods in an old house and that Always used to happen growing up. We would smell a foul smell. Mm. Eventually, it went away, but there was always like a dead mouse in, trapped in, in between the walls. Oh, yeah, the, it happened. Oh, the memories.
2: No. Uh, how do they get in the walls? <laughs> Who knows? They get everywhere. They're yeah, they, nasty. Yeah,
1: they could. I could see them getting. Oh my getting gosh! Into
2: the walls. I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling. Well,
1: the, maybe that. You
2: call the apartment manager yeah. asap.
1: Yeah, it's not like it's you're a homeowner here, so they take a sledgehammer to the wall. So what? I mean, it'll be fun.
2: No, it's not going to be fun.
1: They'll have to repair. They'll repair that. It's not coming out of your your pocket. Still,
2: it's gross.
1: <laughs> that is gross. Uh, Sam's in Cleveland. Sam, good morning. Good morning. Now you've dealt with uh, some mouse problems, some rodent problems. That's it. That was 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 the word I was thinking of a few minutes ago. I couldn't think of it.
5: My, I thought my, I was.
1: Yeah. You thought you were dealing with a rodent problem? What was it?
5: I, so I was having like this crazy smell as soon as I walked through my house. And I was getting ready to throw the whole house away at this <laughs> point. Just move. Come to find out, my mom was like, throw your onions and potatoes away. I threw them away. Next day, smell gone.
2: Your onions and potatoes? Yeah. She was like, there has to be a bad one. Okay. Really?
1: Now, where do you keep yes. your onions and potatoes?
5: I typically keep them in the kitchen on, like, you know, the countertop or if I, I use one, I just, you know, put it in the fridge or whatever to save for the next day. And I had just bought them. And next thing you know, I was like, I just bought them. There can't be one bad. But as soon as I threw them away, the next day, the smell was gone. And I smelled like a dead mouth. Yeah. I oh, guess, my
3: god.
1: I guess you don't refrigerate onions and, and potatoes. Yeah. Well, okay. So the question is, do you have onions and potatoes in I your apartment? I do
2: have onions and potatoes in my apartment.
1: Okay, well then, go check those out today.
2: (laughs) I'll text David right now. Honey, please, we need new dinner plans. (laughs) That could be it. I'm just going to hope and pray that that's it, because that is a better option than having a dead mouse in the wall.
1: (laughs) Right. Sam, you may have cracked it. All right, so you got some homework to do. Yeah,
2: I will report back.
1: Excellent. It's Q104.